Hi everybody, this is Corey Harrington and welcome to episode one of Flip Connect Podcast. I did uh, episode zero and audio and I'm trying some video, working on certain technology here. Uh, first time doing this officially as, as a podcast, so do bear with me. What we're going to talk about today is a little bit about what we uh, touched on in the uh, episode zero, which is going to be um, property management, the elements of property management that I've learned when I was first starting as a real estate investor. So I'm going to go through some of the properties that I bought uh, at the beginning of my career when I was a full-time professional stockbroker working with Edward Jones and had a um, nine-to-five job and stable income, I would invest with a certain approach. And uh, from that, I'm going to explain what I went through at that time coming from zero experience to, to uh, managing four properties in multiple states, three states, and um, my experience with that as I was still working full time. At that time, my son in 2005 was born and I started investing in 2003. So. You know, we, we moved from Los Angeles, bought a home in New Hall, which I'm going to go over now at, at the Vista Del Cannon um, townhome uh, community. And then um, my wife became pregnant and we moved to Los An- uh, from Los Angeles to San Francisco area, back to my old stomping grounds. Um, I was able to get a job with Edward Jones, um, second job I had as a stockbroker. And uh, from there, you know, we lived in an apartment for a while and we looked for the right property for us and then we, we found one in Martinez, California. It was the most we could afford at the time. It was $642,000 is how much it cost for a property that's a little bit under 2,000 square feet. It's a two-story. It was built in the 1800s. It was renovated recently. It's on a major street um, near downtown. It's a nice area overall and uh, pretty good lot size. So, you know, we were, we were happy with what we had at the time. It was quite expensive, but that is the Bay Area, and that was actually, you know, a good a good deal. And we did pay retail on that. We were one of I think maybe three or four people to put in an offer, and we were the ones that got accepted. I think we were the second highest, but we had the strongest overall, you know, credit score, job position, everything else, and so they went with us. It was a builder investor, similar to what I do now. Um, he he bought sold properties. And uh, this one was actually his home. He fixed up, um, renovated it over the course of a couple of years, and then sold it. Uh, about a year later, he came back and asked me if I wanted to uh, sell it back to him. I didn't at that time. Um, but at any rate, that became a rental property too. So each house that I moved in, I bought for ourselves and then moved on to a different property, kept that as a rental. And did the same with this property in, in Martinez is on Alhambra Avenue, one, two, three, four. And uh, we, we bought that one. And we, uh, from, from that point, we moved to, to Texas and started our investment business out there where I became a franchisee of a, of a major real estate investment franchise. Um, I did that business for three or four years and decided to go my own way. Uh, for multiple reasons, and uh, just was a better fit for me to be independent and, and make my own way. And that's when I created House Buyers Direct, which is a company that I still own to this day. And um, that was back in, uh, gosh, I, I moved here in 2008. I rented out that property 
in 2008 to a sheriff deputy and um, we had that going for about a year and then the stock market uh, not, excuse me the uh, the mortgage crisis happened and so you know we had our setbacks there we will go through that in a different podcast but uh, this is this is focused more just on um, you know the stepping stones it takes to kind of build up a portfolio so during that time uh, first house LA second house San Francisco and then we bought two more properties uh, one in Idaho in Meridian Idaho it was a three-bedroom, two-bath. I never actually saw the property. I bought it from a real estate investment broker out there. Um, I ran my numbers. It looked good. We had an existing tenant in place. I believe that they were the ones going through foreclosure, and um, they elected to stay, kept it rented out until the period that I no longer owned the property, and that was about two years after that. I uh, bought another one in, in near Houston, and I bought that through um, HUD Home, auction bought that for $71,000 and uh, that was actually a, a, a modular home so uh, that one did pretty good I uh, bought that paid cash for it free and clear and uh, rented it out for maybe a year year and a half and then I actually traded that property and another property uh, to somebody uh, on, on a house that I ended up living in a nice big um, property about 4,000 square feet so we you know I use that one as as, as a um, as you know an equity contribution uh, to to an overall deal which I'll get into those things as well so I bought that um, seller finance the guy uh, I know on the property free and clear and um, with my down payment being two properties one I own free and clear another one I had debt on I was able to trade, but my point was with that rental property, I held on to it to the point at which I was able to use it to, um, to instead of putting money down on another property, I was able to use that as a down payment. So those those properties, these four properties, I'm going to go through a little, little detail on. Um, the one in Vista Del Canon, the first one I bought, we will uh, take a look. This um, you, You're not going to be able to see this all that well from your screen. But at any rate, it was a, you know, a nice little community. Um, it had uh, you know, private balconies, and our, our particular property was set up that we were able to uh, have a, have a, um, a, uh, you know, a, a lawn area, a small little lawn area with some concrete in it and some little planter beds and some trees, and it connected straight to our garage. It was a really nice flow. It felt like a regular house instead of a townhouse. Some of these, you have to go out on the street and walk around to your um, to your garage and others may have not had garages I'm not sure but ours was set up pretty nice it was one of the nicer ones and set in the back corner uh, other property we really enjoyed that so uh, in the previous podcast I did talk about that uh, but I will uh, recap it here essentially uh, we lived there for a year or so and the opportunity came up to get the job with uh, with with Edward Jones and become a stockbroker at uh, with an existing book of business. That was a great opportunity for me that I could not pass up, so we moved back to the Bay Area um, with with that opportunity, and then we rented out the property to somebody who um, lived in a, in, a, in a modular home previously and had some hot rods and needed to, a place for, to park his, his collection. So, you know, that worked out well. They turned out to be great tenants. Everything was great. 
with them. Um, then I got to the point where I wanted to charge a little bit more for rent. So I started upping the rent a little bit. They started looking around. They ended up buying a house and uh, no longer wanted you know, to stay at the property. So I went through a few other tenants thereafter and had some problems. We were a out of town um, landlord and we managed it ourselves. So that was our first property management experience back in 2003. My wife and I managed that. Uh, together, it, it didn't require a lot of time. You know, some repairs we, we would call contractors and do repairs. Um, if, if we're looking for somebody to move in, we had a lady, Ann Brunzel. She was our agent when we actually brought, bought the property. She she helped us with some some placement, and then then we found people on our own as well. And so you know that combined effort kind of worked. Um, she placed them just just the placement. We would pay her a fee for that, and then we would do the, our own management. And it's been such a long time, I can't recall exactly the detail and exactly how many people were through there, but we went through multiple people and, you know, we didn't have the best of luck. So we still made money um, with that property. The appreciation went up in, from 2003 when I bought it to when I got rid of it in 2008, 2009. You know, there's quite a bit of equity that was built up in it. So that was, that was a good position to be in. Um, with that property paying retail normally and especially now I never pay retail but back then you know that was our home so this is our opportunity to turn our home into a rental property buy the next home have the first home support the second home and and with that when we bought the second home um, the value of that went up a couple hundred thousand dollars as well all of this happened before you know the, the credit crisis in 2008 during that time that equity line used portion of the equity line to buy uh, the property in Houston. So when I said I bought that free and clear, I was using equity that I've earned from my property uh, in Martinez. That was an equity line of credit. So it wasn't cash in my reserve account. It was leveraged capital. And uh, But with with the equity position being where it was, it was, it was a sound investment. And it was just a fraction of what the value ended up being um, on that property. Um, through appreciation, so borrowing seventy thousand of an appreciation of close to two hundred thousand, give or take, you know, was was a sensible move for me at that time. So when we bought that one, the other one in Meridian, we paid down payment. I don't recall what the exact down payment was. Probably typical ten percent, and uh, we financed that one. And so that one uh, did well for us. Uh, one tenant the whole time. And, and the Meridian property, I believe it was the same tenant the whole time as well. So those ones did okay. And those were remote. So I did not once take a look at the property in Houston. Um, it was um, Magnolia is the name of the city, which is a, a suburb of Houston. I didn't look at it once. I saw pictures and, and that was it. And I had an agent that, uh, that helped me with that one as well. And so that was a good contact. Now, I contacted quite a few agents out there and got a feel for them did a little bit of a background investigation on them to, to some degree, um, mainly going with my gut at the end of the day on how that person made me feel, how responsive they were, uh, the kind of information they gave me and does it match up against what I found? Um, you know, is it consistent information? Are they trying to sell me on a product? Are they being cautious? Are they looking out for my best interest or are they looking out for their own? So overall, you know, I made a, made a decision after um, talking to quite a few people and uh, she uh, she was a, she was a great agent she's now a broker um, her father um, 
put her into the business when she was young and so they she grew up in the business and she became an agent as well so she's a great person so it was a really good opportunity plus that property was twenty thirty thousand dollars below market value at that time when I bought it so you know going through and becoming a HUD home what happened there was was a good opportunity um, to uh, you know to to invest and so I, I, I took that one on the one in, in uh, Meridian Idaho um, that one I also did not see I took I received a bunch of photos from that but uh, that that agent there also was great he's still in business to this day I believe I've checked into him a couple of years ago and he's, he's still doing the same thing so he may still be in the business at this moment I'm not sure but uh, th those were good opportunities now I, I really did my due diligence on these people and checked them out and I would suggest absolutely that you fly out and you look at your property and you look at the surrounding neighborhood you don't go in blindly but again this was this was my gut feeling this was research this was the fact that I had a full-time job and I couldn't just fly out and, and, and look I probably could have but it, you know it would have been complicated um, so I did take risks and I don't suggest you do that but but that's what I did and so at uh, 2008 I had the four properties and uh, then we moved to Texas and started our real estate investment business full-time and um, in 2007, we, we got into a commercial real estate venture that, that didn't work out. But again, we'll get into that um, later on. But So I was always involved in real estate uh, passively, and then I moved towards active management and active investing. And then once I uh, no longer worked for Edward Jones, we, I went on a full steam into this business, and uh, that worked out pretty well for us. Um, there was ups and downs, of course, but that's how I started off, and those are the properties I, I got, and this, this, that was my experience with them. So hopefully this is helpful for you. Uh, this is just a, a little bit of information. I'll continue along this storyline and tell you more about my other properties that I bought. Um, I have tons and tons of experience in property management, good and bad, and a lot of lessons to go through. Um, so please uh, provide me the information that you're looking for in these videos and hopefully we can get uh, You know put you put put together some kind of a training class and do some one-on-one -on -one stuff over the over the over video and um, Get some interaction live interaction. and I can answer questions um, There on so again Corey Harrington with flip connect. I hope this was a uh, good information for you. This is my first episode so I'll get more lively and I'll uh, work on my my, uh, my video skills, but um, I am a legitimate real estate investor with a tremendous amount of experience and I can help you um, to, to build your investment portfolio. That's my goal.